I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. This is Utah Weekly Forum, a public affairs show dedicated to learning more about the issues affecting our lives and health and exploring the resources available in our diverse communities to help. Here's your host, Rebecca Cressman. What a delight it is for me to have two very influential individuals in the film industry here in Utah. And we're going to be talking about the upcoming Zions Indie Film Fest. So welcome to the show today. We have Marshall Moore. He and his wife, Michelle, are co-directors of the Film Fest. Marshall, thanks for being here today. Well, thanks for thanks for having me. Wow. <laughs> I need not only your autograph, but also Garrett Batty's. He's here with us today. You know him from so many places, but the famous film director, writer, producer of The Saratov Approach. Garrett, thank you for joining us. <laughs> thanks, Rebecca. It's great to be here. Uh-huh. Now, all right, we're going to talk about the Zions Indie Film Fest, um, otherwise previously known as the LDS Film Festival. The dates are coming just days away, and this is going to be an incredible film. Film Fest. So, Marshall, let's talk a little bit about that. And then, Garrett, we'll talk about your new film we're going to have a chance uh, to see at the Film Fest. But how many films will be screened uh, from March 15th through the 18th, Marshall? Well, it is a record year. Um, 85 is the number. We looked at over 150 films, submissions, two times the amount that the festival normally gets. And uh, we were able to program 85, a uh, combination of feature films, documentary features, documentary shorts, short films, and music videos over the course of the four days, which starts, as you mentioned, right away, next Wednesday. Right, coming right up, and we think about, okay, yeah. those 85 films that will be screened, that means that you have watched every single one of them. Well, we had to. <laughs> um, and, and, then, and then not only that, we have, to wa- we have to watch the films, and then we have to move them to our judging team, which has assembled uh, industry professionals, uh, people from different sectors of the industry, then watch the films to see which ones rise to the top and, and win their categories. So, yeah, between Michelle and I, we watched every single, every single film before we moved them. Uh, to that next step. Well, one of the things I'm very excited about besides our opening night. So first, let me go to that. The opening night will be the world premiere of the movie, the film, His Only Son. This will be the first chance we have in Utah to see this movie. And and Marshall, is it correct to kind of describe it as the story of Abraham as he's contemplating the need to sacrifice his son? Yeah, it's about the three-day journey uh, that they took and what happened along on the road to, in this case, Mariah, uh, with Abraham, Isaac, and, and two others that went along uh, with them. And, and then it, it's told also in flashbacks. So there's flashbacks to Abraham's early life to see what led him to this particular moment in time um, where Abraham ha- has to exercise tremendous faith. So, yes, that's the opening night film. It's from Angel Studios. It will uh, opening night is 7 p.m. Wednesday at the Sierra Center in Orem. The director, David Helling, who currently lives in Texas, will be coming in for that. But it was filmed uh, in California, which was uh, interesting. I I had a chance to talk to him the other day, and, and a lot of the locations that they picked were very appropriate 
for that. Ridgecrest, California, Malibu Creek State Park, other other places. But there are also films in the festival that were shot in Utah. So that's that's good, too. Right. So we're going to there's a, a couple of ways, by the way, for you to get more information about the passes so that you can secure tickets to the opening night and to of all of the different uh, screenings and uh, events. And, and you can go online to Zion's Indie Film com and grab those tickets. Garrett Batty, I, I mentioned that you are famous for this Saratov um, approach, but you've got a new film you're going to screen at Zion's Indie Film Fest, and it's already getting a lot of attention. The Carpenter. Garrett, did you write this film? Uh, I did. So I'm one of the writers on this. This film was an idea from a gentleman named Cameron Krebs, who also stars in the film. And he reached out uh, several years ago and said he had an idea for a story about a, a fighter that lives in Nazareth, and his life has changed when he meets the Savior. And I thought, well, that is a compelling idea. And so we worked together to put a script together and uh, shot the film last year in South Africa. My goodness. And so this is the story. When you say a fighter, we're talking about somebody who would be getting into the ring for his livelihood and fighting for his life. Yes, kind of a, it's, it's probably a little fictional, historical fiction element there, but kind of, you know, we imagine if there was gladiators, there's probably some pit fighters and uh, guys that would just be scrapper, kind mm. of scrap fighting. And so um, it's a fun, it's a fun little story that uh, gives us a little bit of insight of what it might have been like to interact with um, a mysterious carpenter in his day-to-day work. Right. And and so who plays the role of this mysterious carpenter, or otherwise known as the Savior, Jesus Christ? Yes, that's right. Uh, so uh, Jeff Dickamore, who many will recognize um, from some local, well, he lives in California. He and his wife, uh, Aurora Florence, are incredible, incredible actors in California. And uh, so we were fortunate to have both of them in the movie, and they will be at the festival. Well, let's talk about that. In, in terms, as, as a film producer and a director, these fil- festivals allow an earlier audience to get, uh, you know, get their eyes on your film. But the festival also allows us to get behind-the-scenes information. So tell us a bit about what that will look like for you, Garrett, with The Carpenter. Yes, well, we'll, we'll play The Carpenter. And, and Marshall, we are so excited to be able to play The Carpenter uh, in, in such an incredible festival. You guys have grown this. I mean, congratulations on the growth and uh, seeing the, you know, double entries, and we can't wait to see his only sin. Um, the Carpenter will play Friday night at the festival, and we'll have um, members of the cast and crew there. And so not only is there, you know, a, a an early screening, and it's essentially a Utah premiere, um, but there'll be... You know, you'll get behind-the-scenes look. There'll be a Q&A session, question-and-answer session after the screening, and then you'll be able to get your photos with uh, Jeff and uh, Aurora and uh, other stars from the movie. So it'll be just an event that you just don't want to miss. Mm. And, uh, of course, all of this is part of the Zions Indie Film Fest. For those who just tuned in, that's Garrett Batty, the film director and writer and producer of the Saratov Approach. And that will be screened again, right? We'll have an opportunity on the 10th anniversary to watch this uh, the Saratov yeah. Approach. Yes, we are. This is turning into something quite incredible. Um, yeah, it was 10 years ago, the Saratov Approach, we released it in the theaters. And... Uh, 
so yeah, in all, in I guess in celebration of that anniversary, um, Marshall and Michelle have invited us to show the film. We'll be showing that Saturday afternoon, and not only that, I mean we will have Corbin Allred uh, there, and the two uh, Russian actors, Nikita and Alex, will be there in person. You know, those they're coming in from Los Angeles. Um, in addition to that, we'll have the two missionaries there, Andy Cross and Travis Tuttle, who will be at the screening on Saturday. And then we'll be available after for questions and answers and photos and uh, a fun, it'll be just a fun reunion. My goodness. And I love this. I follow you on social media. And I also should share for those who've, uh, who are joining us that I'm also a board member of the Zions Indie Film Fest. I have been for a couple of years uh, alongside Marshall Moore and Garrett Batty and others who um, are invested in making sure that we have these local films and that we celebrate small uh, films before they get big and and tell stories that need to be told and reflected in and, and all these areas. So I'm very, very excited about this. I love, Garrett, that you shared on Facebook. For those of you who had a missionary out when this movie came 10 years ago and it was too scary to watch the movie, now's a chance to sit back and relax. (laughs) Yeah, uh, I do, and it's fun, and I hear that a lot, so I just said that kind of in jest. But, uh, you know, 10 years is a a wait, is a while, and so there are many that maybe were younger when this film came out or, uh, yeah, that didn't see it for certain reasons. Um, but it should be a neat opportunity. And it occurred to us, we've never screened at this festival, um, the Cerebral Approach. It did its theatrical run before the festival, uh, you know, before, before March. And so this will be our first screening there. Um, Fantastic. Well. And that will be on Saturday. Marshall, as Garrett is describing what it's like for him as a producer and writer, like, okay, we're bringing our film, but we'll, it's been accepted to be screened on Saturday at the Zions Indie Film Fest. We're bringing actors, we're bringing, you know, uh, so many people who've been a part of this film to the festival for the audience to meet. That is part of that kind of magic and celebration of a film fest. So, Marshall, tell us a bit more besides screenings that we'll have an opportunity. Um, um, to participate in throughout these three days. Yeah, and that's what you mentioned kind of sets apart festivals from other movie viewing experiences because you get to interact with the filmmakers, with the cast, and we try to get as many of them there as possible. And, and after each film, there's always a question and answer session uh, for the audience uh, to participate in to ask questions about what went on behind the scenes. How did, how did you get this movie made? So that's that's one of the things that we that we offer at these festivals. Of course, as Garrett mentioned, the photo opportunities, the autographs, that kind of thing too. But in addition to the the films themselves, on Thursday we have a marathon day of a script table read. So we four different scripts that will be read out loud, uh, many with actors that people will uh, recognize reading reading those parts, and people can sit in on those table reads. And this gives the the writer, the filmmaker, director, opportunity to hear their, their words out loud and performed uh, to a degree <laughs> at a table and then uh, kind of detest it. So uh, it was one of the things that you as board members suggested that we should we should pursue, and then next year that will lead to a script writing competition, which we did not do this year, but will have on the slate next year. And then Friday and Saturday we offer uh, what's called the Pictures Up uh, panel room, um, upstairs in room 201 at the Sierra Center. Uh, so this is Friday, March 17th, Saturday, March 18th. 
And uh, it, it, over the course of those two days, we will have industry professionals uh, spending an hour at a time uh, covering different topics uh, that involve the film industry, from um, collaboration to music. And uh, we'll even have Dan Farr there with uh, Fan X talking about how he created that here in Utah. Uh, so there'll be uh, topics like the audition process with T.C. Christensen. He'll talk about what he looks for when people audition for a movie. So the, this is in addition to the films that are shown. They'll be going on simultaneously. So that's an opportunity for people to learn uh, how movies, once again, how movies are made, behind-the-scenes things, and stories and experiences. Is it also an opportunity for networking? So for those who have had an, in their mind the dream to take what they've written and see it made into a film, is the film festival a great place to kind of come in and, and get to know people like you, Marshall, and, and Garrett Batty and, and, and Dan and others who are involved in, in you know, the media? Yeah, I mean, that lobby area. So there's two theaters at the Sierra. You know, there's the Grand Theater, which is the largest uh, theater seating-wise in the state of Utah, or 700 seats. And then Showhouse 2, which is a 400 or so seat theater. But in the middle of that is this big lobby. And and there are times when it's almost elbow-to-elbow in, in that lobby where people are talking and networking and, and, and you know, basically saying – Oh yeah, I got this project coming up. Uh, do you want to be part of it? You know, all, all those things kind of happen at a at a film festival between actors, filmmakers, directors, and audiences. Now, I know Garrett. That thank you, Marshall. I know Garrett that you studied at Brigham Young University. When did you decide you wanted to make films? A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me, and this is the point where I thought I'm going to die today started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, I, uh, that is something that I've never not wanted to do. So, um, yeah, just as a kid, I knew that I was going to direct films and that was my passion and, uh, um, I feel like I've won the lottery to be able to do it for a career. Were you surprised at the uh, success of the Saratov approach? How that movie was just a stunning, dramatic, and an emotional movie. Were, were you, or or is that just the dream of a filmmaker that'll be embraced by so many people? Well, I was very, uh, very excited that it was well received, and and that's, I mean, that, that's to the credit of of. You know, McLean Nelson and Jake Van Wagner, who were my producers on it as well, and uh, just the hard work of the entire team. We were very, very glad that it was well-received. I think it didn't occur to us that it was uh, such, a, I guess, um, a success, probably until we released later movies. And we realized, oh, that really made an impact, or that really was widely, um, widely seen, and we were grateful for that. 
and it continues to be. You know, even we, we get comments. I get comments weekly from people that that uh, reach out and are still watching the movie. So we're very grateful for that. And from your perspective, how important is it to have festivals like this that open the door for independent filmmaking? You know, I'm. Uh, it, it's key. It's 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 vital. Um, I'm sitting here in my office and. I look at there's a there's a certificate from the seventh annual LDS Film Festival. So, Marshall, that's what are we on? Twenty one now. Yeah, uh, twenty one. Yeah. And so I just think you know I, I've been going to these to festivals for, for for that amount of time. I don't want to do the math, <laughs> but uh, it, it is an opportunity to to meet and network, and it becomes more of just a family. We get to um, have a, a, an annual family reunion with you know, hundreds of our closest friends. And uh, it's wonderful. Marshall and Michelle have done such a fantastic job as well, creating that environment where, where it is, I mean, they put the festival in the, in the environment. So it's, uh, you know, you, you, you come and you stay all day and you enjoy movies and talking and networking and just um, spending time in a very uplifting setting. Right, and let's talk about that, too. Thank you, Garrett. So, Marshall, um, the Zions Indie Film Fest, which used to be called the LDS Film Festival, uh, what type of films and music videos uh, and shorts and documentaries were you hoping to be able to bring to the screen? So what's the criteria to be able to uh, be shown at the Zions Film Indie Film Festival? Well, it's not much different than what it was with the LDS Film Festival. We like to be people to see be able to see everything uh and feel and feel comfortable um that they can bring their families uh we do have a couple of films i need to make a disclaimer uh, right now that will have a 13 tag on them and that'll mean a, a, a kind of a pg-13 uh, situation where we thought the film was good enough but also uh you know had 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 some moments of of that would they're not rated obviously because they're in the festival they haven't gone through that process but we look at it and go well that would be a, a, a 13 there's two there's two of those that we have but most and, and we'll do disclaimers but overall what you're what you're watching basically is anything that you know you could bring your kids to uh, some are hard topics some are fun and light um, the documentaries of this year were outstanding uh, so I'm a big fan of documentaries I love them and we got some really good ones in from uh, some successful uh, filmmakers. And, and I just want to say to Garrett also, uh, you know, Garrett's been a huge part of the growth of the, of the festival. I remember seeing the Saratov approach for the first time. We brought uh, – I, I left work early. I was working at the Film Commission at that time. But work early, brought a whole group to the theater, uh, watched – there was like 10 of us. We watched it, and then I was like – my first question that came to my mind is, who distributed this film? This is awesome. Who's this Purdy distribution? You know, and I'm like, from that point forward, it was my goal to find out who Brandon Purdy was because I didn't even know him at the time. And now, of course, he's a board member and a dear friend of a dear friend of ours. But that's what happens in this industry. You know, Garrett made a great film and it got piqued my interest and I had to find out more about it. 
Well, and and it's true how things kind of come in and overlap in order to build um, the independent film industry um, and to make it so that it's as successful as it can be. And and I know from your perspective, Marshall, um, that you understand that there's an economic benefit that also happens, right, when we get filmmaking made right here in Utah, that that spurs actors and producers and lighting and gaffers. And it's, it's a whole industry of talented artists that are also supported when we support the arts. Well, uh, yeah, let me make a comment on that. So I, my day job is I work at Utah Film Studios in Park City, and we have three sound stages up there. They're, they're 15,000 square feet each, right? And we have a, a production up there now for five months. It's on a, a, a network, network uh, Apple TV. And uh, we brought a member of the GoEd board, Governor's Office of Economic Development board, there last week. And one of the questions he asked the, the, the production team said, how many of these uh, people uh, live in Utah? And he was shocked when he heard the answer, 95% mm. of the people working on this Apple TV show live and work in Utah. You know, they're from here. And he was expecting complete opposite, like they were all imported from somewhere else, you know. So, yes, film brings a lot of economic development, job creation, uh, to the state of Utah, it is full time for a lot of people. And I, and what for me is someone who just participates in some documentary production and uh, in in my in my background in my history, I love storytelling. And I think storytelling, whether it's in a film or a documentary or a short, it brings us together. It connects us. And I know that's been one of your goals, Marshall um, and Michelle, yeah. is to have this festival bring people together. So we can celebrate these stories, we can gather, we can connect, and it's extraordinary the empathy that comes when the lights come down and the movie starts and we walk into somebody else's life and into somebody else's story. It's just an essential part of of who we are. So I wanted to say that there will still also be Audience Choice Awards that we, when we attend Zion's Indie Film Fest, I accidentally said three days, it's four days, uh, March 15th through the 18th, so we'll be able to to choose now garrett's um the carpenter is one we'll be able to vote on right yes yes yeah i think <laughs> at the end of each screening they give a little tab so definitely definitely put that on your on your uh, ticket list to go and see that I'm, I'm also seeing the stolen valley even in dreams oh. tell me oh. a little bit about the stolen valley and even in dreams mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, the Stolen Valley was filmed in Kanab at the Utah, uh, but it was a filmmaker from Tennessee mm. <laughs> that chose Kanab as his uh, destination uh, to, to make this movie. And the Stolen Valley was a complete surprise uh, when, when we received it and I watched it. Um, it, it tells the story. of it, It's basically about family, about family land, and about people trying to take that land away from its rightful owner. And how one daughter is willing to fight for the land that's rightfully hers. Wow! And so it, it's an it's an incredible story. Uh, it's an indigenous story, and uh, that's that's a film that I, you know, I like to say I discovered, but it's not true. I didn't. It was. It's been in other uh, other festivals, but I was like, whoa, this is a gem. Yeah, and this so, is a, uh, a must see film as well. The Stolen Valley. And then yeah. it, even in dreams, is, is that, sure. talk to us a little bit about that one. Yeah, that's a local director, Savannah Osler, and her husband, Stephen Diallo. Um, they, this is a sequel to a movie they made a couple of years ago. Um, 
that she had some success with, and and basically they raised all the funds themselves. And and Monica Moore Smith is one of the stars of uh, of this movie. Uh, it's a lot of a lot of music, and it, it, you know it's basically about the movie, movie the music industry, and then two sisters. One has passed away passed away in the mm. first movie, but her other sister wants to carry on her legacy. Of, of making it in Nashville, <laughs> so that's really the, the the story of even in dreams, and and of course, you know, little little side note there that the sister does appear in the set, the, the passed away sister does appear in the second movie. Ah, okay, so you're watching yeah. for that one. Speaking of music, I, I know there was a group called You and What Army. So this is the name of a film as well. Is this a movie about that band? No, okay. no, separate. Separate. That one came in sort of, sort of towards the end, and Michelle actually shepherded that that project. And uh, she, she you know, I have, that's one I have not seen. Uh, Michelle saw that one, and uh, and, and so we'll it see it. Enough, we'll uh, see it with you. So it's an out of state filmmaker too. Yeah. So we'll see that with you at the Zion's Indie Film Fest. There's also the Last Page, yeah. Curse of Crom. Yes. Uh, last Page. Rob Diamond has several films in the festival throughout the years. And Curse of Crom um, was a release at Halloween, so it's it's a fun uh, little kind of. I wouldn't say it's a it's a horror comedy vibe to it. Um, <laughs> so that, that that's pretty that's pretty exciting to see. But it is a, it is really well made by director uh, Rob York. Wonderful, and then Devil's Man and Cryo. Mm. Yeah, Devil's Man. Uh, Dave Bresnahan bringing a, a film again to the festival. He brought one. Uh, last year called Grandpa's Crazy, directed by one of our board members, Dana Gerald. Um, but yes, Devil's Man is a World War II story, uh, you know, that, based on a true story uh, that Dave uh, had and knew about, and it was filmed in Utah. And then, uh, what was the other one you mentioned? Oh, Cryo. Cryo. Cryo, yeah, yeah. Barrett Bergen uh, directed Cryo. Uh, and he's also speaking in one of the panels, uh, uh, Five Pillars of Latter-day Cinema will be his uh, topic so he'll he'll be doing double duty at the festival uh, showing cryo for basically the last time at a festival before it gets distribution and, and goes worldwide um, so we're excited to have uh, that that story in the festival also stars mason davis a uh, local actor well congratulations just days away it is the zions indie film fest with uh, co-director marshall moore we've been touching base on that you can get your tickets at zionsindiefilmfest.com marshall let me make sure you can all you can buy all day pa- or the all fast all fast tickets all fast for, which gives yeah. you all access correct yes to everything all the movies all the documentaries the panel room that's the most economical way to go. Even if you're not going to be there all four days, it, it pays itself off almost, you know, three films in, four films in, you know, you're in panels. Uh, so that's kind of what we're recommending to do. But if you can only attend one film, you can buy individual tickets for those films as well. All right, including opening night. So it's your first chance to see the movie His Only Son, which is going to be opening up in theaters at the end of March, right before Easter. Also a chance to grab, is it Friday night, a chance to see The Carpenter, um, Garrett Batty's Mm -hmm. new film about a fighter who meets the mysterious carpenter, Jesus Christ, and then more, yeah. Yeah, more in the Saratov approach uh, 
rescreened on Saturday, or screened for the first time at the Zion's Indie Film Fest on Saturday and many other films. Marshall, thank you so much for joining us. Garrett Batty, we'll look forward to the opportunities to hear from you also in the Q&As. And thank you for joining us on this week's edition of Utah Weekly Forum. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And of course, tickets are available at Zions Indie, I-N-D-I-E, filmfest.com. Thank you. Utah Weekly Forum is produced by KSFI FM 100.3 in Salt Lake City, a Bonneville International Station. Subscribe to the Utah Weekly Forum podcast online and email us at Rebecca at FM100.com. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear-gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com Follow us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen.